At RCR, we're on a mission to revive honest media, to report on critical censored stories, and to hold those in positions of power to account. But to make this happen, RCR needs to grow, and grow fast. For that, we need your support. Our Foundation Members Club is now open. Join us today and play your part in bringing back media you can trust. Learn more at www.realitycheck.radio forward slash members and see how you can join the mission that's making a difference. Councillor Louise Elliott from Hobart, Tasmania. Do you remember Louise? She's back on RCR. Last time we chatted, in fact, twice we were talking about the decision to remove the statue of former Tasmanian Premier William Crowther from the centre of Hobart. Today, we are here to hear Louise defend a claim made against her of inciting hatred on the basis of gender identity in no less than the High Court. So Louise Elliott is back with us. Louise, what have you what have you done? Ah, oh, right. Okay. So first of all, hello. And yes, hello. I am here talking to you about inciting hatred. So this uh, long story short, I spoke at a women's rights uh, event in March. You, I think you had some in, I know you had some in New Zealand as well with um, Kelly J. Keane. Cut up a um, bit so, rough, that one too, yep. Yes, yeah, very um, disturbing pictures and outcomes. So I spoke at the Hobart event in March and um, my, I made my speech available on Twitter slash X. And as part of my speech, I said that trans women are trans women and remain biological men. Yep. I also said that you can't be raped with a penis if there is no penis present in the right. context of women's change rooms and things like that. Yep. Um, I also said that, you know, the vast majority of uh, transgender people are very decent people. Yep. Uh, and um, other the vast majority of not many people, yep. Yes, exactly, yes, but of still which recognising the vast majority. Um, but basically my speech was made up of facts, like yep. undisputable fact that we've known accepted for decades, hundreds, maybe thousands of years, and then also my fair and valid opinion. And then after that um, event in March, it took some time, but in May I got a letter from Equal Opportunity Tasmania, which is the home of the Anti-Discrimination Commissioner here, and said that I was being investigated for inciting hatred on the basis of gender identity. And reading through the letter... When they say investigated, uh, Louise... Um, your speech, and I, I take the video, I, I went to look on X, I can't see it. It seems it's not there right now. There's something going on. But anyway, um, how much investigation do you need? All you got to do is read a transcript or watch a video. It's yes. done. Well, exactly. So that's one of my key concerns with this. So um, a person put in a complaint about my speech and then the, my issue is that it was actually accepted for investigation. With, right. I, I think that's that's ridiculously low threshold because that started this crazy ball rolling. Um, so that's my key point. My, I don't have any concerns with someone putting in a complaint. I understand that we live in an offence culture. People aren't going to like things. I knew people wouldn't, some people wouldn't like what I said, despite how uh, fair and rational it is, in my opinion, and the vast majority of people's opinions. But I'm really uh, disappointed and, in, and actually stunned that the complaint was accepted. And now because uh, I straight away engaged uh legal team because you know being it's it's not nice being told you're an investigator for inciting hatred when i truly know that i have not and would not 
Um, And we're pushing back on it and said that this investigation, like the action they're taking is a, an overreach of my implied right to freedom of expression, freedom of political communication under the Australian constitution. Um, And this has taken months. So they sat on this for six months um, and then I, and the ball was in their court as to whether they're going to. What do you mean sat on it, Louise? What do you mean? Well, they, there was a bit of back and forth between my lawyer and anti-discrimination commissioner. Uh, there was back and forth between the complainant. And then it just went quiet for a, a few months. And under the Act, they had six months to decide whether they're going to dismiss the complaint or escalate it to the tribunal. And sure enough, uh, just after the six-month window, we were told that it's escalated. It's going to the tribunal because there's legal questions to be answered. So... And what uh, are the legal questions? D- because... Okay, uh, what's the the accusation or the charge against you for for spreading hate? Is it is that is that what you said? So my speech they view as a public act, which yes, I agree, it was a public act. Yep. Uh, yep. I spoke in public. Um, they think that my speech was uh, has allegedly has the potential, or, or they're alleging has incited hatred on the basis of gender identity. And that's uh, illegal under the Anti-Discrimination Act in Tasmania. Um, but this is actually the, one of the first cases to really test out this oh, law. So they're having a go, are they? Is that what they're yep, I'm, I'm training the first wheels off with, the bank. And you're the training wheels. Yep. So I am the precedent setter. We'll have to see how it goes. So obviously we all know how important this case is over here because it's the first of its kind uh, so really so such a black and white case where the vast majority of people know I've done absolutely nothing wrong, let yeah. alone incited hatred. Well, so, we, the first thing is that's not hate, all right? Of course it's not. Um, so if that's their, dish, uh, their um, definition of hate, they are in some cotton wool wrapped fantasy world. They're entitled to it. Go live there. Don't bother the rest of us with your little fantasy well, this is where, exactly right, this is where we need the Discrimination Commissioner's office. Yes, of course, they'll receive this complaint, but the threshold needs to be high enough because if we're silencing me for saying the truth, then that means everything is on the table for silencing. Yeah. The because sky I is have, blue. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, two plus no, two, two equals five. Exactly. No, and doesn't. what other scientific facts, biological facts? Um, that's all my speech came down to. It was... Um, there is. I do not wish harm or hate on anyone, apart from probably extreme, you know, violent criminals and things like that. But mm. there is no way I want to push hate onto a community. I also, but at the same time, I truly believe in the truth, and I believe in you know safety and fairness for women, and I believe that uh, biological men shouldn't be women's sports. I believe that you know biological men shouldn't be able to at ten a.m be a man and then at 11am decide they're a woman and be showering with young girls. I, I don't believe in that. Um, and that's what my speech was really about. And I think it was very fair. But the, So the fact is that the situation as of today is that I've spent 6000 Australian dollars of my own money to this point. I now need to raise 27000 Australian dollars just for tribunal um, for my legal defence. Um, and there's a GoFundMe happening for that. And I... Uh, haven't got a date yet for tribunal, but it could be very well be the case, and we're suspecting it to be the case because we're arguing basically a constitutional argument, which can only really be held in the High Court. So it could go from Tasmanian Tribunal to Supreme Court and ultimately in the High Court. And they're not and spending it, their own money. Case. 
They're not spending their own money, of course. They are spending taxpayer money. The Anti-Discrimination Commissioner, the Tasmanian Tribunal, this is all taxpayer-funded. We are paying, Australians are paying, and a lot of the Kiwis who are in Australia, are paying for uh, me to be taken to court for saying the truth. They know it's going to cost you money too, by the way, because that's a, oh. a, a form of lawfare, obviously. Absolutely. But that's what that's and about. Um, so who is the uh, who are the individuals involved here? Who are you up against? Who are the individuals? So I can't name who the complaint came from. And I, my okay, but the, the ones who are, you know, in the... So Sarah Bolt, Sarah Bolt is the Tasmanian Anti-Discrimination Commissioner. So She's it's a woman. Yes. Okay. Yes. So How do we feel yeah. about that? Uh, to be honest, you know what, in this world, I'm unsurprised. I'm unsurprised by, I am unsurprised there was a complaint. I think it's outrageous that the complaint was accepted and it's really disturbing because that shows how, what, what's happening to our society in terms of the threats and intimidation, not around, I mean, Laws around inciting uh, violence, inciting hate, they have a place. I mean, look what's happening with, you know, Palestine and Israel. And, I mean, there are people saying gas, gas you, you the Jews. You can't incite no to violence. You can't, you can't do that. No, and no, I don't, absolutely don't condone that. But there is resources coming to me as someone who's literally said the truth and the truth cannot be hate. Mm. Okay, so that's you name one. Who else is uh, involved uh, in that? Do you know? Well, I guess it's going to be the organisation. I suspect um, again versus me and my team. So I don't know of the other. I'm, I'm sure there'll be lots of taxpayer taxpayer funded um, lawyers, and there would have already been. I shudder to think how much taxpayer money's already been chewed chewed up in this. And it's only the start. This is the thing. And it's really quite daunting because, you know, having to raise so much money um, and I'm happy to put a lot to it myself and I already have. But, I mean, this is a fight for everyone. This is a fight for at least all of Australians. Um, and that's why I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of support globally and from Australia because from people who this has taken it from being a women's rights matter to now being a uh, political communication matter to now yeah. being free speech and now being a fight to be able to say the truth. It's like these are the biggest principles at play, really. How can they win? How can they win when all you need to say it's the truth? Have a nice day. See you later. Well, I'm not an expert, but my understanding is it'll really come down to the the panel members on the tribunal. So first, so they have to read your mind, do they? We, I, what I have to place, well, we all sane Australians have to place faith in the tribunal and whoever, whichever judges come after this to accept that Louise has done nothing wrong because she, I literally have not done anything wrong and they need to set the bar. This is a bar setting exercise basically on what's allowed in terms of speech on this issue of gender identity, which seems to have some sort of special immunity applied to it. I mean, we all have facts that we don't like. I'm not happy that I'm not a six foot two Brazilian supermodel with a, a you know, a physics degree, but it's the truth. <laughs> um, yeah. Whereas, and but that's hate like, speech. Well, hate speech for the supermodel community. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, but uh, I am spoken the truth. But there's this. There is. It really does feel like, like I said, this this shield of immunity where you're not. Why, why do you think that, that is there? Because that that's something that um, you know exercises a, a lot of thinking. 
why why for this group and it's only this group and mm. they're so small and and it's weird let's be honest men fetishing in this mm. way on mass is weird and it's recent it's not it's, it's not been around it's recent trend. And, it's trending it's a yeah. trend yeah and when, once you can get away with getting your jollies well you're going to push it if you're inclined that way but to have the establishment come in and kind of you know clear a path for you to do that is <laughs> yeah so yes. um i don't understand why these tribunals these uh, institutions these official bodies well you could say that they are promoting a a misogynistic fetish ideology. This is not normal, right? Well, I, looking at the bigger picture of the ideology, I think there's absolutely people in there who have um, gender dysphoria. Yes, we all know that. We, we know yeah, that's been dysphoria. around for ages. So that's exactly. a given. It's a given. No, that's a given. Um, there's people who are in And we don't have to keep saying distress. that, by the way. We, we're not dumb. We know that. Okay. No, and then I agree with you. There are absolutely others who, um, it's a fetish. And that's a known thing. It's a fetish. Autogonophilia. It's there. And that's then there the are others, yeah. I think, who are um, uh, basically, I mean, when I, however long ago that was, 25 years ago, when I was a teenager, I was lucky enough to come out of um, puberty in those struggle years with a belly button piercing. Now, some the explosion of girls who are coming out of it with double mastectomies. It's, it's really, horrific, it's horrific. And coming out of, and people being put on um, puberty blockers, which is like a uh, a falsely safe name for something that actually has really long-term implications. People coming out with, you know, their spines not fusing and things like that. Really horrific damage. So I do, I truly believe, as sad as it is, that we're going to have some massive lawsuits. It's being called Transhausen syndrome by proxy now it's like a variation of munchausen's yes there is some of that happening yeah. too yeah so, so i think um doing this well, to their children to, to climb yeah, no. the social hierarchy for themselves yes there is some of that and then there's the parents who are watching it happen to their child and have lost their child to it usually it's the father Oh, it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. But Rips I think families do it to pieces. Yeah, it, completely. Nothing good about it. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I, yeah, I, I, it's very, very troubling, and I, I can't believe we're actually how fast it's escalated. And I think that the Anti Discrimination Commission Office and a lot of organisations, you know, what it is, whether it's the the ABC or whatever it is, but they, they're captured by this trend and this need to be seen as um, enlightened and woke. It's just wokeness. So what sort of media treatment have you had then? Well, the ABC will not touch it. Surprise, surprise. Even well, though they, well, they, they won't even report it. I would have thought they, they would have reported re it, but in a biased way. Uh, no, I think at the moment I, because I've, I have put out media releases on this in terms of, because I need uh, to, I need two things. I need Australians to be aware of just how crazy things have got. I need to be them to be aware of my case to help help fund it. So it's a, because it's a fun, it's a fight for everyone. And the ABC have not touched it. Um, Sky News and uh, the Mercury have been pretty good and things like that. Um, but other than that, it's really just getting awareness out there myself. But when people hear of the issue, they're they're stunned that this situation exists because do this you ever get to find out who exist. made the complaint? Yeah, I do know who made the complaint. Well, and, I know okay, I know. without giving anything away, are we talking about 
a normal, balanced, um, <laughs> I'm yes. trying to think of other words, a person, or are we talking about someone who's unhinged off the planet? I really don't know, but what I do know is they have a low offence threshold. Right. Because they're, they're, they call have called for me to be sacked as a counsellor because I said trans women are trans women and remain men. Like, that's that's the level we're at. Um, but like I said, my, my concern is actually not with the complaint. My concern is most definitely with the acceptance of the complaint, the resources that are now going into this uh, legal battle that should not exist, and it's disturbing it does exist, um, because I really don't know where it will end. I suspect it unfortunately could end in the High Court and with other cases which have probably been less black and white than mine, like there's a case with Lyle Shelton who's in Australia here and he expressed public concern, publicly concerns with um, uh, drag queens performing to kids and said that they're not really, you know, they're not child role models. And he's, <laughs> he's so far spent $300,000 on legal costs. Yeah. What if you just said not interested I don't um, give the complaint any credibility. Go whistle Dixie. Go get stuff. What would happen? Well, I suspect it's beyond. It's beyond that. I okay. I, I, I will get summoned now to tribunal. It's in the system. Um, there was a moment at the start where the complaint came in, and there was okay. Let's come to mediation. And I had two options there. Well, I how would that have worked? Exactly. I could have gone to mediation and said. Oh, if I could have made it go away, I suspect. I'm so sorry. I'm terribly sorry. Of course you're and, a woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, I'm so sorry I hurt your feelings. Of course you're a woman. I promise I'll never do it again. But I couldn't make then it go away. Then he'd say, thanks. <laughs> well, very Thank highly you. likely. <laughs> oh, sorry. Thank you. Yeah. No, it, yes, it could be that. Um, so yeah, they I, would have I, wanted that from you. Yeah, that's what you yeah. would have. Yeah. I could have made it a false apology, but what we actually said that, with the lawyer's perspective, it makes complete sense. We're not coming to mediation because that basically gives credence to your process. Yep. You you have no jurisdiction here. You've overreached completely. So we're not going to play along because otherwise it means that there's some validity to your uh, process. Yes. Okay. So um, and if you win, they pay? Not at tribunal. My understanding is no. This is money down the drain. Well, this is not money down the drain. This is... Unfortunate, it's money that we have to spend because we have no choice because uh, basically what we're having is a, uh, what would you, a judicial sort of body, uh, the Anti-Discrimination Commissioner then referring to the tribunal. So what we're having is me being taken to a judicial body for a fight we have to have because the complaint's been accepted. Uh, we have to, as a society, push back and say, no, we're not going to bow down to this heightened offence culture. We're going to have a, a society where debate can happen. We accept that as part of our right to speak, we have a, a uh, there's the risk of, offend of being offended. We live in a democracy where we all have views and we have an appropriately high threshold where, of course, we don't accept true incitement of hatred, true incitement of violence, but speaking the truth, having a fair opinion, having an opinion that someone else dis disagrees with or doesn't like is not the threshold for those serious crimes. Do you really think that person was actually offended, actually? Because I've got a bit of experience of this. I'm not going to go into detail. But, yeah. you know, they love scalps. Oh, 
wrong. That's exactly what it is. It's a notch on the belt, a scalp. You are a potential scalp. And when it comes to scalps, if we can destroy that person and everything they do, that's an even better scalp. It's like sport. Yep. No, that's completely, completely what it is. I'm a target, being a counsellor, and I haven't shown that I'm scared because I'm not scared. Hmm. Um, I So they're pushing as hard and hard as they can. So um, I and I haven't falsely apologised, you know, non-genuine apologies. Well, they say never apologise in these situations. Well, I won't apologise for something where I don't think, believe, or know I haven't done anything wrong. People do, though. Yes, a lot do. And I, I can't bring myself to do that. I will, will not be doing that. <laughs> I won't, won't do it. So, no, you're absolutely right. In terms of being, um, use me as an example. They're, they're trying to make an example of yeah. me for others yeah. completely. And they'll yeah. be laughing about that in their own little twisted way, um, I'm sure. Okay, so how, how long is this going to play out over? What's the timeline? Oh, gosh. So uh, the case should will probably be with the tribunal now, and I suspect a letter from them via my lawyers at any day saying what the date is. I suspect the date for tribunal will be sometime early next year. Um, so I need to have the fund raised, funds raised for tribunal. And then it's going to be all the different forks in the road. We don't know, but it's highly likely because it's a constitutional argument, it'll have to go all the way to the top. Okay. It's only years. <laughs> yes. Okay, any, anything more to say about that? No, it's, um, I mean, I just, I, I don't like asking for, for financial support, but it's cost me so much. And if people do believe in free speech, they believe in the truth, science, and for women's rights, safety and fairness, if people can put in 10 bucks, I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, well, it's not as if they're having to go around ask, asking for money. Yeah, thank so, you very much. No, no, i got to ask you, um, where's uh, William Crowther at? Right. So I've been chatting a little bit with the community members who are, are working on that very well. My understanding is they actually have a strong case for appeal. Um, the uh, the appeal is going to be heard in February. So they've engaged a planning lawyer and have raised some money for, for that too. So that's also with the tribunal. So the tri tribunal is going to be busy next year, okay. um, but the pl planning tribunal, obviously. Um, so, yeah, early next year there'll be an update on the tribunal and I'll keep you guys posted on how that goes. It'll be fantastic if we can overturn such a unjust and virtue signalling decision. Can you posthumously um, identify him as a woman? And that might... Um... Oh, yeah. improve the chances. Might have to go back through the records and check for any signs of that, yes. <laughs> There'll be something there. <laughs> All right, uh, Louise, good to talk to you again. This is really interesting. Um, you're in for a, one hell of a ride, I suspect. Mm -hmm. So I'll get you ready. Posted. You'll probably get lots of support, so at least that will be there. And Thank uh, you. Yeah, let, let's check back in again sometime, see where it's at. So thanks for coming back on. No problem. Thanks very much. Thanks for tuning in to RCR, Reality Check Radio. Do you like what you're listening to or dislike what you're listening to? Either way, we want to hear from you. Get in touch with us now. You can text us with your message to 2057. That's 2057. Or email us at inbox at realitycheck.radio. We'd love to hear from you. So connect with us today.